This is Tiffany from WMER and I'm here with uh, Ultimate Painting in their uh, tour van, I suppose. Uh, do you guys yeah. mind introducing yourselves? Uh, I'm Jack Cooper. I'm James Hall. Uh, so welcome to Cambridge. Have you guys been here before? Yes, yes, um, a few times before, yeah. Okay, what, what have you gotten in Boston in your previous trips and today? Food-wise? Mm-hmm. Um, we went to the place in the Middle East, around the corner, and I had a, a tofu uh, kebab, but it was like a salad and beans. It was good. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I there was a, there was an incident with my food because like I I, uh, I don't eat meat and I ordered the veggie burger with salad, and the guy I was like, what sort of burger is it? Because I don't like those kind of. You know, the chickpea crushed, I don't like that. I'd rather have like a, you know, seitan burger or soy or something. And he was like, oh, it's a soy burger. Anyway, so I ordered it and it came out. And I was like, looks pretty meat-like. You know, but they kind of do in America, a lot of them. You know, they're kind of veggie burgers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I bit into it and I was like, oh, it's totally meat. Oh. Yeah, so. Have uh, you grown up vegetarian or? No. Okay. So you've had, you, you could definitely tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, there was blood as well, you know, which is a giveaway. Okay, yeah. Uh, the the uh, vegan, you know, vegetarian community haven't, don't see a need to, like, uh, simulate blood yet, you know, <laughs> in their... Like, I probably, it's been probably not that far off, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was one thing I was going to ask about, actually. Do you find it easier or harder, or is it just different to eat vegetarian in the States versus in the UK? It's... It's certainly getting easier in the UK. Uh, I think it's always easy, you know, but what do you think? I think in the States, it's very easy in most of the places, um, particularly on the coasts. But I think if you go into like in the South or like there are probably certain areas where there's, you know, less options, should we say. Um, But if you're like, yeah, if you're in any of the more cosmopolitan areas, it's probably easier in the UK. Yeah, and um, now that you're here for a few months, a few months, right, or a month, a month. or so, uh, do you guys have any um, American dishes or specialties that you are looking forward to having while you're here? Well, we always, all of us, enjoy eating um, Mexican food a lot. Mm. So we'll be eating as much Mexican food as possible when we're on the West Coast. Yeah, England is a very like, you know, it's kind of the only. Like the one food that it's hard, good to get, like is Mexican food. Like there's a couple of places, but it's generally pretty bad. So it's kind of exciting coming over here and, uh, yeah, is know, it, eating Mexican food. Do you have a favorite place to get it? Um, I'm guessing in like California or the Southwest or something like that. Well, yeah, we um, Chicago. There's there's a, like one particular place we love going to, and then just I, like what's the name of the place in Chicago? Do you remember? Yeah, El Patron. Okay. If you ever in Chicago, you should go. It's great. It's really good. And then yeah, look, I mean, in in the South, you can get good Mexican food. Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex. Yeah, and then in California, all through California, you can get get good Mexican. So. Do you uh, have you had any restaurants or gone to any restaurants that you found to be particularly good in this first week of the tour? Uh, well, we went to Champs uh, Champs Diner in Brooklyn yesterday, which is always really good. Uh, yeah, it's like purely vegan, but it's like kind of pretty traditional, like 
you know, American diner food. Uh, do you want to stop this for a sec? Oh, no, I think it's fine. Yeah? yeah okay, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm, just, trying to, I'm trying to think of uh, uh, else. Well, we went, to El, we went to El Patronas to literally when we got off the plane in Chicago. Oh, okay. Like, AJ, who plays bass with us, like, went... By the time we arrived at uh, Bill and Lisa, who, like, run Trouble in Mind, which mm-hmm. is the label, AJ got back with uh, <laughs> with uh, Mexican food from El Patron, so uh, that was good. Where else? It has been just a week, so... The thing, I, the thing that's bad, I find, is that sometimes you get a buyout, like, mm-hmm. at a club, you know, and so you can, like, go anywhere and you can... Google a good restaurant or like vegetarian restaurant or something but then sometimes you get food at the venue and like we've had a couple of times where you know we've had food at the venue and it's like it's not been bad it's just maybe not what you want before you play especially be more like what in England they'd call pub food you know like fried stuff and like You don't want to eat it's, heavy it's before not, you play. Well, I, I, I don't think any of us really, but I particularly don't ever eat food like that at mm. home. It's just not something I'll do. I don't think any of us do really. So, um, yeah, that's that's a, that can be a downside. But um, we have managed to eat some pretty good meals. We went to a place called the Owlery in Bloomington. Oh yeah, that was that was super that good. was really good. What type of food was that? That was a vegetarian place as well, and it had but it had lots of different things. You could get breakfast. You could get like big. Um, bowls with kale and veg, you know just a, a, loads of different things yeah yeah, yeah uh, kind of like a mom and pop sort of like diner small town sort of diner but, but all vegetarian it was really really good okay. yeah and we went to Vanessa's in um, Williamsburg okay which is like a dumpling place that's really good cool yeah vegetarian dumplings yeah like Chinese dumplings or yeah, I guess Vanessa's so. Vanessa doesn't sound like a Chinese name. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it is. It is. It's. It is Chinese. They are Chinese dumplings, though. Okay. But it's. It doesn't. It's not specialising vegetarian. Yeah. I mean, everything else. They're pretty much the only thing that is vegetarian. Yeah. On. Okay. Yeah, that's actually that's one of the cool things about America because there's always, no matter where you go, there's like an option for you. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the times, especially in like mainland Europe, you'll go somewhere and there's like nothing to mm. eat really, except like. Some, salad or yeah, something. Yeah, some fries yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. They definitely don't understand vegan uh, culture, really. Yeah. Um, so are there certain, like, things that you miss then when you're here in the States? Or um, it sounds like there are better vegan, vegan options potentially here? Yeah, yeah I don't think there's... Uh, when I'm here, there's no food in the UK that I miss I don't think okay I, when I'm in the UK I, there is food I miss from here but I don't think vice versa I think you can get everything here yeah and normally better equivalents okay so. <laughs> the, the, the one thing that I miss like James is probably the same as me I, I like cook at home like, at least like you know once a day maybe twice a day okay so I miss like you know doing that mm. uh that's the worst, you know, thing about having to eat out every night. Yeah, right. Uh, is there a particular type of food or dish that you like to cook when you're at home? Uh, well, I'm I'm like vegetarian when I'm on tour, pretty much. And then my girlfriend, well, my wife, mm-hmm. we got married recently. Oh, congratulations! Uh, is vegan, and so I'm like vegan like most of the time. But when I come on tour, I don't have like the resolve really to like. <laughs> 
to do it. Okay. Um, so, I mean, you know, we, like, my wife used to live in Austin, so she's, like, really good at Mexican okay, food. Okay, so she's American. No, she's English. Oh, okay, but uh, you not been... No, no, she just moved there for a few years. Okay. Uh, so we make, like, Mexican food and... I don't know. We get like a veg box, so it kind of dictates what sort of oh, things. Oh, like a co-op or not a co-op? Yeah, like, like a co-op a... thing. There's okay. like where we live in Hackney in London. There's like a it's called growing communities, and they like you know you go and collect it, and it's all very wholesome and yeah. middle class. Okay. <laughs> um, so you're both from London, is that right? We both live in London, but live in not London. not we're not actually from London either. Right? Okay, where are you from? I'm from the West Country, which is in the, the bottom end of the UK. Okay. It's like the countryside. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Did you grow up in like a pastor or is it like... It's pretty nice where I grew up. Yeah, it's like all fields and like I grew up on this small like country estate and like very nice rivers and beaches okay. and surfing. Very and fresh produce or... Yeah, yeah. It, loads of the... Loads of... Um, it's very healthy and yeah good good quality of living I guess do you have any top recommendations for where people should go in that area um well near there's a town near where my parents live called Totnes and that has a lot of good places what are some examples uh there's a place called the Seeds Cafe does a lot of good stuff um I think I think these days there's like in the UK you can get good food um in 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 small towns which is something that you probably couldn't in the past Hmm. why do you think that is I think it's just got far more popular to to eat decent stuff and, and particularly healthy stuff, you know. I think in the versus last... like cooking it at home. Well, no, just as in poor quality restaurants. I think okay. in the like the last ten years, huh. I think the quality. Yeah, and, and I think like uh, TV is like a big, you know, like there's so many food uh, programs on British TV, as, you know, in the evenings and stuff. And I think it's and... the culture has totally shifted in the last. Yeah, I think about 10 years, right? Like, yeah. I, I remember when I was a kid, if you if I ever went to, like, a meal with, like, you know, anyone, like, it, it would always be, like, burgers and chips and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And and it is things like TV programs, like we were talking about Jamie Oliver. Yeah. He, he's got had these um, schemes to get, like, kids eating healthy at schools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it has really filtered down. And I think I actually respect him a lot for doing that because although... And, and also people are very into, like, middle-class lifestyle like in the area we live in London there's lots of like small farmers markets and lots of shops selling very nice good quality produce you know it's kind of a backlash against the supermarkets and yeah okay consumerism cool yeah um well I was going to ask you a few questions about British food in particular because we were talking earlier Mm. uh I watch a lot of British food shows oh yeah and so I've been sort of uh learning about different traditional dishes I guess um, and so I'm hoping you'll act, act as sort of British ambassadors for American listeners that know nothing sure. about these dishes. So uh, the first one is bubble and squeak. Yes, okay. That is um, a traditional breakfast dish, and it's using leftovers. Um, yeah, from like your Sunday roast meal yeah, usually. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like cabbage, isn't it? Cabbage and the potatoes are the Yeah, there. you take the roast potatoes and it's like a... Like a hash sort of thing. Okay. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you Amer- Americans must have an equivalent. Mm-hmm. Hash browns, maybe. No, but it's more like quite. mash, right? Then yeah, it's, it's like crispy. mashed potatoes, but then you do fry it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is quite an individual kind of thing. It, it doesn't look particularly pleasant, but okay. It, um, 
Yeah, but it's like your leftover vegetables from a Sunday dinner. But I think traditionally it's like the cabbage and the potatoes. Okay. Hey, what is Sunday roast for people that don't eat meat? Um, well, you, I suppose like the traditional thing like was it like a nut roast, you know? Oh, Okay. But nowadays, like, you, they have, like, tofurkey and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, we have Whole Foods in England now, and you can buy things like that a lot easier than mm. you could. Okay. If you so, went, yeah. If you, if you went to, like, a country pub somewhere that wasn't in, like, London, it would still probably be, like, nut roast, or something yeah. like that would be the vegetarian equivalent, and then okay. you'd, you'd have everything else. Okay, cool. Yeah. But, yeah, in, in the, whole, the whole fake meat kind of industry is... is Booming. changed massively again the last five ten years yeah because like i've been a vegetarian pretty much my whole life since mm. i was about 10 and when i remember when the, you literally couldn't get vegetarian sausages i remember when linda mccartney sausages came out they're like a very paul mccartney's ex-wife oh okay brand well deceased yeah but like i remember when they were actually like a new thing and it, it almost didn't exist what's the name of the brand Linda McCartney. Linda McCartney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. She was like Paul McCartney and Linda McCartney were really like trailblazers for vegetarianism in yeah. England. And Morrissey, of course. Like, yeah. Paul McCartney uh, still promotes it now. Yeah. He he does this thing called Meat Free Mondays in England, where it's like a campaign to for people to like give vegetarianism a try on a Monday. Who is this? Paul, Paul McCartney. McCartney. Oh, okay. From the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and. His but, well, like, wife. What's his platform for that? Like, well, he. I think he became a vegetarian in in the late sixties, and he decided he he thinks it's a good cause, and he knows he's a very popular figure and yeah, can influence yeah. people. So I don't think he's got any ulterior motives. He's just no. But he yeah, invented this Monday where people would. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's him and his daughter Stella, the fashion designer. Like, okay. I think she's actually vegan. So. He might be, I don't know. But basically, his wife, Linda, who died like maybe 10 years ago, maybe longer, uh, she started this like food brand called Linda McCartney. And uh, it's like, it's the biggest vegetarian like... Line. Yeah, like frozen foods, you know. So they do like sausages and then pies and things like that. They're the ones that you could find in any kind of shop. Yeah. They're not like the kind of stuff like you get in Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Like, yeah. Like yeah, a, yeah. You probably can't, you can't even get them at Whole Foods, but they're the ones that were actually there before, at least in the UK, yeah. any, any of that stuff. That's existed. super interesting. I didn't know anything about this. That's really cool. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think in America or in like, uh, maybe in certain like very um, alternative kind of areas, you could get like kind of fake meat, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah, yeah I'm I, sure Harvest down the street, like that's like our hippie co-op supermarket, and I'm right. sure they have a lot of yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, but I think in the past it was pretty impossible to get that stuff in, hmm. the, in the UK at least. Yeah. So thank you to Jamie Oliver and other yeah. Sort of policy well, changers. Paul McCartney and his wife, the deceased wife. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the next one I have is Eccles cake. Oh, uh, okay. I so that is a very specific. It's a thing like a a scone or a biscuit mm-hmm. but it's kind of crunchier and it has like raisins or sultanas in it but it's quite it's basically Eccles is like a part of North Manchester and oh, they're okay. made there and that's uh it's like a sweet thing you know like a 
Yeah, you'd have like with sort of a breakfasty pastry or no? Mm, you'd probably have, have it with a cup, a cup of, tea of tea in the afternoon. Oh, or something. Okay. Yeah, you have it like at five o'clock with a cup of tea yeah. or that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Watch Countdown with a Eccles cake and a cup of tea. What's yeah. Countdown? Oh, it's like a uh, TV game show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the last one I have is Eaten Mess. Eat Eaten Mess. Uh, yeah, oh, it's... I have read that in books, but I don't actually yeah, know. Yeah, it's, it's like. It's... A, well, Eton is where, like, I think the biggest, the the, mo- the oldest, like, the public school, school yeah. in England. Yeah. It's like most of the, you know, most of our politicians went there. And it's, uh, but what it is, it's like meringue and raspberries. It's all, like, mashed up. Yeah. It looks right. kind of gross. <laughs> but I guess it just, like, came about from that area. It's, Eton's, like, basically Windsor, which okay. is just outside London. But that's what it is, right? I think so. That's that's what I know. I remember. It's something I just remember, like reading about. You know, like dump a load of cream on it. Yeah, I I think that's what it is. Yeah. Okay, but maybe not super popular, or you just haven't had it. Um, Well, again, it's probably where you live in certain areas, in probably quite well-to-do areas. They Mm -hmm. might have eaten mess on the menu. Okay. um, Yeah, it's not something you come across very often. I don't think. Okay. All right, uh, so I have some questions about Green Lane in particular. Right. Congratulations on the new album. Uh, so I was wondering if, like, sort of thinking back to recording the album, what's the first dish that comes to mind? Was there something you were eating a lot or something that you associate with that time of recording the album? Um, well, I don't really differentiate between, like, the first album and the second. I can't really... But, like, a lot of... Most of the time, I would, when we were recording the first one and probably the second one, I, I would come to James's either in the morning or about, around lunchtime, and I always think of like James would be making like some dal, or we'd eat a lot of pita bread. We had a lot, of, particularly on the first record, a lot of pita and hummus. Okay. Jack would sometimes come with the really nice stuff from Whole Foods. Yeah. And then we'd get the pitas going, and I'd sometimes make some dal. Um, yeah. It would be, yeah, lentils yeah. are really. My, I was talking to my roommate because she, she went to Cambridge for a few years, and she was saying how lentils are like super, super pop. Because Dahl is using me with lentils, yeah. right? She was saying how lentils are way more popular in the UK, just generally, not just Indian food, but mm. yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Um, yeah. James does make a pretty good doll. Okay. Yeah. Anything special about the doll? I don't want to give away my okay. uh, my secrets, you know, in case I write a cookbook. Or... <laughs> okay, um, so I guess the last question I have is, if you were to try to encapsulate the sound of Ultimate Painting into a dish, what sort of dish do you think represents that sound? Ooh, tricky. Well, I think it would be, you know, everyone always says that the recordings sound very warm, so it would be a warm dish. Okay. But so maybe not hot. And mm. also something fairly uh, simple. You yeah. Know, you could, it's not like fusion cooking. It's nothing too... No, no, no. Um, not dull. Maybe. <laughs> it does have a healthy... Yeah, but yeah, yeah, possibly. Possibly. <laughs> Your yeah. secret doll that you won't give the recipe for yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, we can go with that. We were listening to this thing the other day. We listened to when we, like, 
touring in England, we listened to, there's a thing on Radio 4 called Desert Island Discs. I don't okay. know whether you've ever heard of that. But no. they, they get, like, notable personalities and celebrities to come in to uh, the studio and pick oh, their... I think it's eight, eight. like... Yeah. eight records that they would take to a desert island mm. at some point and like everyone's been on it in British culture and, and you know world culture anyway Michael Caine was on the actor okay. and he was talking it was like it was ridiculous they were talking about how apparently he has a famous recipe for roast potatoes and basically his recipe was the same that everyone does where you like <laughs> boil them and then roast them okay he, Paul McCartney has a uh strange thing on the you can watch on YouTube about I think it's about how to chop an onion or have you seen that no oh no that's how to make um that's how to make some kind of potato dish but anyway he's got this thing and he shows you you should watch it it's quite good okay I'll look it up he's got he's got a special onion cutting technique okay so it is it's not like he's he made it seem like it was more special than it was it actually is a special technique apparently so yeah okay all right, uh, so that's it for my questions. Do you guys have any uh, food thoughts that you wanted to close with? No, not really. Okay. So I, I want to forget about the, me biting into that meat burger before. <laughs> so. I'm so sorry that Boston treated you so poorly this time. Yeah. But maybe it'll be better next time. We'll redeem, we'll redeem, I'm sure it'll redeem itself with a good breakfast tomorrow. All right, good. Okay, thank you. Thanks. Thanks.